Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. Honestly, it's, I think it's a pretty great name. It could be a franchise, like a restaurant franchise. But anyways, um, so this week's par- Parsha is Parsha at Emor. And there's, I guess, a few concepts that I want to talk about that I thought I found interesting from this week's uh, Sikha that we learned. But before then, I want to give a little preamble. So... There's this author, Kurt Vonnegut, and he's a phenomenal author. He writes a lot of satire. They're really fictional stories, but they touch on a lot of existential topics and the human condition and so on and so forth. But that's not really why I want to talk, talk about him. Uh, there was one lecture that he gave when he, where he spoke about the shape of stories. And he said, you know, stories have a certain shape to them. For instance, one story will start off with a pauper who had three terrible stepsisters and a terrible stepmother. And then all of a sudden, a fairy godmother comes and changes her whole demeanor, her whole style, whisks her off to the ball where she meets Prince Charming. And then all of a sudden, she's whisked right back down. You know, at 12 o'clock, she goes home and she's back in her miserable existence. And then what happens? Prince Charming comes and says, you left your, your slipper. Or, you know, tries on the slipper and sees if it fits. And it turns out, yeah, it's her. And obviously the story is Cinderella for those who haven't heard about it. But the point is, is, is it has these, this dramatic, you know, low beginning. And it has this dramatic rise to the top where she's at the ball. And then it has this, once again, fall to her normal life, which is terrible because her step family is terrible. And then all of a sudden Prince Charming comes and whisks her back to a life of or not back to, or to a life of happiness. You know, so then he goes on and says, you know, well, what about something like Hamlet? Well, Hamlet, what happens is, and Hamlet, for all of you who don't know, Hamlet is a, is a play by Shakespeare. And as we all know, you know, Shakespeare is an amazing playwright. So obviously this story of Hamlet would be amazing. Well, so the beginning of Hamlet, Hamlet is a prince, and his father, who is the king, dies. And we don't really know how he dies, and obviously that's pretty crummy. And then his mother marries his uncle, and that's, you know, pretty good, I guess. The family's back together, and he's still a prince, and, you know, life carries on. But then he sees the ghost of his dad, and his dad tells him he was murdered. And I guess, you know, I don't really know what to make with that information. It's good, I guess he saw his dad, but he's bad he got murdered but his dad is still dead so i guess it's still kind of a straight line and it kind of goes on in this up and in like this minor up and minor down situation to the point where at the end of it all you know everyone just dies at the end well that's a pretty crummy story right so you have like you don't even know what to make there's no dramatic rise there's no dramatic fall so and kurt vonnegut makes this point and he says you know this proves to you that shakespeare was a terrible writer because where's the rise? Where's the fall? Where's the story? Where's the meat? Where's the juice? But in fact, he says, this is why Shakespeare was an amazing writer. Why? Because this is life. Because in life, we don't have these dramatic rises and falls. We have events that occur. And we only know after the fact. When we're out of the situation, when we're out of the event, how something was. When we're inside of the situation, it just is that situation. And he says, and this is exactly why Shakespeare was an amazing writer. Obviously, I'm not a fan of the whole everyone dies at the end part. But nonetheless, I think the point remains. It's a good point. And Kurt Vonnegut made a point of saying, 
He said that when you're in a situation, you realize it's a nice situation. You say, isn't this nice? Isn't this nice? To, to, to connote that it's a nice situation. So how does this relate at all to the Parsha? So this week's Parsha is Parsha's Emmer. I'm not sure if I said it before, but in this week's, in this week's Parsha, we talk about the, the mitzvah of, of the commandment of celebrating Sukkot. And particularly in the intermediate days of Sukkot, which is kind of like a regular day, but a little bit heightened, on a spe- on the, on the, on specifically on Simchat Beit HaShoeva, where we draw water from the well, there's, there, there's an added celebra- uh, quality of celebrating. That's what the Rambam says. So the question is, what's this added quality of, of, of celebrating? And, well, this added quality of celebrating the Rebbe says, is that it's, it's not a biblical commandment, but rather it's, it's this idea that you transfer it into every day, that every day should be, be lived with joy. That, yeah, obviously on a Yom Tov, on a, on a day where you have this dramatic rise, where you have the day as though it, not as though, but in actuality, it is a significant day, it's momentous, you're, you're, you're celebrating, so obviously you'll be joyous. But then the next day, when really it's just a regular day, you don't have all these fancy, I mean, Cholomot is still a significant day, but to a lesser extent, but no, right? We're, we're commanded to be even, even more joyous. And the thing is, we don't, we don't realize to what extent these things, these mundane events in our life impact to create the greater whole that is the story of our life. These moments, they might seem insignificant, but nonetheless, they are significant. And this is kind of shown with respect to how the Rambam, when he talks about this adding joy, he also talks about the people who were present at the Beit HaMikdash when they were celebrating, right? And it was the, the sages of Israel. And particularly, one sage by the name of Ben Yoitzedek, this sage is just named this Ben Yoitzedek. And we're, it's said that, you know, who is this person? What's this category of individual? Well, this category of individual is someone who is someone who is someone who he was took pride in his dancing. He was a good dancer. He was an amazing dancer. You know, and it might seem funny, like, what's the whole point of this? But no, but it, it's significant, right? Because he put his all into it and he took pride into it. But why, one second, why is his name missing? His first name, meaning meaning because his name is Ben, ben Yoitzedek, his the son of Yoitzedek. So his first name is missing. And the reason is, is because he didn't want to take pride in it. He's, he, he, he wanted to distance himself from that situation. from Not from the situation itself, but rather to distance himself from any ego, from any pride and be totally in the moment. And I found that exceptionally significant to mean something like to take part in life, to be present and experience the joy of existence we have to remove ourselves to a degree from the situation and live fully in the moment right without without our name because our name is a third person of ourselves it's 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 a form of being that is when you think about yourself but rather when you're in a flow when you're in a state of being of totally one with whatever it is that's happening that is joy that is living truly that is living in the moment and only once you realize when when the painting is done when the song is finished that's when you can say you know this was good or this was bad but 
the whole point of it is that you should have an added aspect of joy. That yeah, so you do have this dramatic rise where we have this celebration of joy. But when the when that when that comes to a close, don't just stop because because there's no evidence of joy. There's no evidence of celebration. But rather, every single day, every single second, every single move, every single action is is evidence and reason for joy and reason for celebrating. Why? Because you're alive. Because it all sums up to one. Thing that is extremely and exceptionally significant and that is you and that is your life and that's the point that's the point that i think but this idea of not having his name in in it that allowed him to experience such joy and allowed everyone else around him to experience such joy to the to the extent when it was such an amazing amazing event that if you didn't see simcha beta shueva that you've never seen joy in your life is an exceptional, exceptional idea, and it and it says something about the nature of our consciousness or our need to be in a state of consciousness in which we are not self-conscious. Because at the, at the moment when you think about yourself, at the moment when you think, "Oh, I'm this person. I'm I'm disassociated from the situation because you know I'm either too high for it and." therefore it doesn't it doesn't command my attention well then you you miss the point and then that time just goes by and for no fault of your own but it could have been an amazing time it could have been an exceptional time and this is something that is seen in music there's a term in music called in the pocket or in the groove and this is a term that's used for kind of rhythm players so a bass guitarist or the drummer um, and the groove is the beat, right? Or the, the pocket is being in, in the beat. But it, it's an undefinable term because you only know you're in the pocket when you're in the pocket. But as soon as you think that you're in the pocket, you're out of the pocket. That means you start messing up. You start, you start making mistakes. But, you f- but when you don't feel yourself, you totally feel yourself. When you don't think about how you should act in the situation and just act in the situation as you need to act in the situation, that is the way you need to act in the situation and it will be beautiful and it will be the way it is and fundamentally it will become the thing that it needs to be for you to become your own self and for us to bring Mashiach. Because we do not know, at least for my, at least for my estimation, we don't know what something that we do causes the, uh, the 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 reason for it so we just have to be joyous we just have to be happy with with whatever the the state of affairs is right because we don't have these telltale signs of these dramatic rises and falls like Cinderella or like any other Disney movie because they're movies right and movies are kind of nice and they do give us some sort of tell about the world but they aren't life and the life that we make, we should make it rock. L'chaim.